Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the designer, Edwin Tan. Hello everyone. Yeah, you had a change in, change in nickname. Change. Finally. Yes. You're not happy with that. And we're back. We're back. Finally. We're after... Three months. Three months. We just the last, Yeah, the last podcast was on the 26th of July. We have a video... Uh, we have the video on September 6th, but the last podcast was on 26th July, so it's been three months. Uh, and if you're listening, thank you for listening again. Um, we'll be back at a regular schedule, and I'll talk about that in a while. Also, you might re- you might realize that... Um, Nuno is I'm, dead. Yeah, Nuno, we, killed, we killed Nuno Cunha, the spell boy. Uh no, he's actually he's he's still with us. We've added we haven't replaced him, we've added a new host who is uh Edwin and um and yeah we're we're going forward we're going forward with this. Unfortunately, we're recording in Singapore and trying to sync up Singapore time and Portugal Portugal time is a little tough. Um uh, but we'll make it work somehow. We'll we you know, he'll be back on the show. Uh, this week we were supposed to record with him, but he's off in Brazil, probably judging or with his girlfriend, or I don't know, he's, he's somewhere. And if he's listening to this, I'm sure I'll get a few texts after that. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, we're back. And uh, if you did not know, we're called the Power Nine Podcast. Uh, every week, me and some friends will gather around and we'll talk about the cards that make us a little cray-cray sometimes in a little game called Magic the Gathering. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I don't know. I I barely, you know, it's it's a new concept to me. Anyway, uh, we have, uh, we release every week uh, and we'll talk about that in a while, but we release every week Um you can find us on power9podcast.com. You can find us on... Uh, uh, oh man, I haven't done this in a while. I'm like Twitter? losing all the... all the, the thing. Yeah, You can find us at Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. Um, and if you want to email us any suggestions, topics, uh, you, you, know, you can email us at power9podcast at gmail.com. And so let's start with the show proper or let's get on with the show of uh, you know there's a few things I want a few things we want to cover um, and the first thing obviously is the changes to the show and where we've been yes uh, it's been three months haven't seen you guys have uh, you you haven't heard from us in three months and uh, that's because We've had a few I've, logistics, yeah, nightmare. logistical problems trying to shift stuff from here to there. So, uh, the last you remember, um, we were saying goodbye to we were saying goodbye to Portugal. We had we had many guests uh, with us, and uh, we were recording directly from Arena Porto. Uh, so, but I've since left, and yeah, and we are now recording in a old. <laughs> worn out yeah in my, still still in somewhere. my still in my house still in my house but the house now is in Singapore uh, so yeah um, that's that's one big change and the reason why it's been taking so long like my mail got lost um, for yeah it's it only arrived two weeks ago uh, and yeah and we've been you know we've been trying to to set up all all the stuff again 
So yeah, finally it, it, everything's back here, and um, thank goodness. Uh, so uh, there's a few changes we're gonna have to the show. Oh, where's my phone? It's ringing. It's ringing like crazy. Somebody is saying. Anyway, uh, so there's gonna be a few changes to the show. Like uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Nuno is now. Uh, Nuno is now in Portugal, so he can't record with us as regularly or as regularly as we'd like. Uh, we've changed our recording schedule. So right now, right now we're recording on Saturday, uh, right after the Pro Tour. So you can see where this like first episode in a while is coming from, and we'll be talking about Pro Tour later. But yeah, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Right. So we're recording on the weekends now, and we'll be releasing it on either Tuesday or Wednesday of the week. Uh, and hopefully that doesn't that doesn't mess your schedule up. Uh, and also releasing earlier on the week, uh, we can discuss strategies that you might bring into your next FNM, especially things that um, you might want to you might want to get. Um, you know, cards that you might want to get, uh, especially when we go through the peak of the week, cards you might want to get before your FNM, before the prices go up. You know, crazy high. Uh, and new strategies that you can try out for tournaments on the weekend. So that's that's where we're you know that's where we're heading. Uh, and yeah, and we have we have our new host uh, is Edwin. He's the designer, and he's been designing. Uh, you guys, you guys have heard of him. Like he's been designing a lot of our paraphernalia. I so hope far. you've heard of me. So yeah, I hope so. Uh, if you haven't, like you can go check out the video that we have about the unboxing of the um of the arena of the planeswalkers. We still have yet to do a review. I've played a few games with it. It's a decent game, uh, which I expected out of Watsi. Uh, but we'll do a full review. Um. You know, on a on a later show. So, uh, without further ado, let me introduce to you our new host, uh, the designer Edwin Tan. Hello, say hello. hello. Hi, 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 everyone. Say hi, hi. everyone. Okay, hi, everyone. so uh, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to introduce? I'll do a short introduction, and then you can yeah, like sure, tell sure. people like what you do, what you do, and uh, you know why why you are playing Magic, and uh, yeah. Uh, so. I met I met Edwin through a friend. Uh, I don't know, you're like, I quite a while back. Uh, I can't love remember. At, love at first sight. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've been playing Magic ever since. Uh, more Commander, a lot more EDH. A lot. I think that was almost exclusively almost exclusively EDH. Yeah, except yeah. there are periods where you go crazy and like, yeah, we got to play more. We have to play modern now. Which is like now. Which is now trying and to get then, into modern. Yeah, and so I, I don't have the resources to invest in modern yet. No, you've yeah. been buying like standard cards. Yeah, I've been so buying. Spend st- your money on modern cards instead. No, standard cards are cheaper. A standard cards are cheaper, and uh, you know, standard standards more fun. Like you can break things without people interacting with you properly. Like how you can cast Ulamog on turn four or turn five. Anyway, or you can do like a turn three kill, and like nobody can do anything about it. You so. can do those in Commander. Why do you want to do it in standard? Because commander, you can you have more broken, you have just more broken cards. Like standard, and, and commander people can stop you. In standard, like unless you're playing denial, 
you know, rarely people can really stop you from going off. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so introduce yourself. What do you do? Uh, and uh, I guess what do you do? And you know, why are you playing Magic? So hi everyone. I'm Edwin. Uh, you might have guessed I'm a graphic designer. I did I did the the logo for Power Nine Podcast some time back. Then uh been playing magic for very very long i don't remember when but i I guess it's the same for all of us we, we play and we stop and we play and we stop we never really stop <laughs> so i just came back never playing stopped, to, yeah. to play commander because uh, some friend was just telling me oh commander is cheap you just need one off of each card bullshit <laughs> yeah you when you play like multiple decks yeah and, then, and yeah, you when you're tired of normal cards you buy foils of those foil cards. cards and then you can build like more decks yeah uh, it's crazy yep. but but commander has been has been fun uh and it's it's easier to upkeep i think yeah you just have to you know up, uh, upgrade yeah upgrade your, your deck. deck and you don't really have to bother about rotation that's why i don't play standard you have to you have to bother about ban list though, but then those come those come and go and like, yeah, just don't buy the cards that are banned. And we have, I mean, we have uh, we always we have our own house rules. We have our own house bans. So yeah, that's Sarah fine. Sandon, Sarah Sandon, Sorry Markov. We ban like Sorry Markov. Some games. Ah yeah. man, it's just gotta gotta just tell, unfair. Gotta tell Mick to gotta tell Mini Me to stop playing with Sorry Markov. Damn you, Mini Me. If you're listening, you should take out your song Markov now. From the deck now, yeah, it's unfair. It's not nice. Uh, what else? Okay, so what's your, what's your favorite card in Magic so far? Oh, uh, I've I played a lot of uh Golgari colors. Used to, recently playing a lot more blue. <laughs> Built a, not so nice, Brago Commander deck. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's. That's the thing, like it's it's meant to be French. It's meant it's to be yeah. French, so it's not meant to be nice. You're meant to yeah, like yeah. kill your opponent. You feel good you know. when you when know, everything's you deny everything. Way, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna force fight that. You didn't see that coming, uh, huh? <laughs> who plays force fight in commander? Well people do. Brago mental does. misstep. Yeah, yeah, mental misstep. Mental misstep. Yes. Did I pass you that copy of mental misstep yet? No. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, mental misstep in in French EDH. So yeah, been playing actually been playing Golgari colors for the longest time. Uh like Mick, always going back to Bone Splinters. Yeah, for some reason. Bone Splinters auto rip and they just got it reprinted. I I yeah. like I like actually really excited for Battle of Zendika. Um mostly because of Expedition Lands. Uh yeah, but you sold off yours. I have another you? one. <laughs> my sacred <laughs> foundry. So Sorry. Mick was really lucky during uh pre-release. Oh yeah, man! Oh pre-release, we uh, we'll, we'll talk, we'll sidetrack the pre-release a bit. Uh, first pack, first open. Your first kit. Right? Yeah, the yeah. first kit of the day. Open the first pack, and I was going through the cards. I can't remember what was the rare. Uh, but it was a good. It was a good rare. It's a playable rare. And then I flip open. I wasn't counting, and then suddenly, hey, there's a there's a foil. And it's a foil land. It's a godless shrine. And I just, I I remember just telling myself like, oh, okay. I put it down. And everybody else was like screaming. I was like, oh, okay. It's a godless shrine. That's cool. 
Uh, that's not even the best thing. You yeah, open, that's not the best thing. Yeah. You open in the uh, same kit. Gideon. A Gideon. A Drana. A Drana. <laughs> that's and hilarious. And a couple more lands. Yeah, so, uh, three lands. So I had three lands, which were all split, which were all on color. Prairie Stream, Prairie Stream, uh, Godless Shrine, and uh, the Sunken Hollow. So all of them were on color. Uh, and I was playing a Esper deck, which was on color. It was oh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Life is unfair, guys. Yeah, and that pre-release weekend, I opened like three, uh, three of, three of the um, uh, what you call it, the pre-release packs. I had eight, f- eight uh, nine mythics, uh, six lands, six of the new duels, and uh, and a godless shrine. So. And the nine mythics were like two Gideons, two Gideons, one Omnixilis, uh, one Drana, one Drana. Uh, I didn't open a foil Cura like you guys, but hey, Cura is worth yeah. nothing and then, now. No, and then after in the yeah. afternoon, in the afternoon could have been like could have been the the ace in the hole, but I I passed, I passed the pack to you, and you opened a Misty Rainforest. So no, I opened Flooded Strand. Is it Flood? Oh, Flooded Strand. Yeah. yeah, just just as just yeah. as. Expensive. And I sold it off. Because money. Why? Yeah, okay. Yeah, although, because money. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend one episode about the expedition lands and um, like how seemingly the price went down. But uh, I don't agree with what people say. I think people are just being, you know, people are just being people. They're just, you know, there, there is a website out there that does the, that does track uh, crowdsourced information. Really? Yeah, yeah, really, really. Uh, they track the crowdsource information of how many, um, how many expedition lands have been opened versus how many booster packs have been opened, and the and the information is right. Mark Rosewater said that it will be twice as uh, uh, it will be twice as common as uh as foil a mythic, yeah, foil mythic, and it is. And you you go down the you know foil mythic is one every case, and we're seeing on average. There's two every cases for Expedition Lands. So if you did open Expedition Lands, good on you, more power to you. Uh, if you want to sell it off now, you should sell it off. Um, Too late. Yeah, it's a by bit late. By the time we're recording this, it's... Yeah, by the time you hear this, it'll be the way, way too late. Uh, otherwise, keep it five years down the road. Like It's going to be worth a lot of cash. They're never going to reprint uh, stuff like this anymore. And then your mother is going to sell it in a flea market. Yeah, for, for $2. Like $2. Woo! Okay, that happened to you? <laughs> nope. Okay, so, uh, right. So, on to more changes uh, that we've, I mean, that we've, uh, that we're going through. So, um, what we're going to do because of the new release schedule and because of uh, stuff that we want to do, we want to do more content. Um, hopefully, we want to do more content and we'll be releasing... Uh, we'll be running a Patreon page so that if you do want to support us, you can. And we want to improve. You know, we Are want to improve our equipment. Yeah, out there now. Uh, no, it's not out there yet. So somebody's going to Somebody. probably set up a Patreon.com Somebody. slash Power Nine Podcast and, and charge us for it. Yeah, and then you, go, you know, you're just going to squat there and charge us for it. It's fine. It's fine. You will be part of the team then. Um. But yeah, we want to. We do want to produce more content. We want to get to you know. We want to. We do want to upgrade our equipment. 
uh, and hopefully with your support, we can do we can do all that. But we'll 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 tell you when we launch in the future. It's just plans that we're making right now. Um, and if anybody starts listening to this podcast again, uh, and if you are, thank you very much. Uh, so let's get on to the show proper. Oh, 20 minutes in and we still haven't started the show. Uh, okay, we're going to talk a bit about the Pro Tour, um, like the, the decks that are running in the Pro Tour. So if you haven't been living under a rock or if you've had, uh, if you know a bit more about Magic the Gathering than I do, you know that in the last tr- three weeks, we've uh, seen the release of Battle for Zendika. And uh, we've seen a lot of deck types that have that have come and gone. Um, and right now we're recording in the midst of the Pro Tour uh, that's happening in... Where is it happening? Pro Tour... God knows. Seattle, right? I don't know. I'm obviously not following. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Pro Tour Battle for Zendika, which is happening in the States. Uh, somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, which is, you know, I tried staying up last night to watch. I got to watch some of the drafting and uh, the draft the draft decks are very interesting. Um, uh, what seems to stand out more is uh, the blue-white flyers deck. It's a very tempo-based deck uh, and it seems to be pretty good. Cloud Manta is actually a good card. Uh, but I, I I feel I disagree a bit. I think the um, the ingest deck, if you you know if you're drafting well and if the pot is really good, the ingest deck is pretty pretty. Ingest is actually good. quite good. When I was playing sealed, I actually have not drafted any BFZ yet. That's the thing. Like even in sealed, right? It's such a good tempo play. Yeah, if the you one have drops the are cards. actually very powerful. The one drops are crazy. Like sludge, yeah. sludge crawler, and uh, the, the blue. blue yeah, the blue. Yeah. Uh, the, the blue is a, the the one uh, that there dies. is a one drop, and then there is a. There's a two drop. drop. Okay, yeah. so at every for each of the colors, there's a one drop, two drop, and three drop. So the blue one only is for, only for blue and black. No, no, no. When blue and black, yeah, yeah, for yeah, blue and black, yeah. yeah. So I, I like those colors, but we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the meta game. But the what I've seen so far, drafting wise, people are going for, uh, blue are going for blue white flyers. Uh, not so many people are going for the um, the allies deck, and even if they are, they're doing. Uh, they are picking up the late drop allies, so the four mana, five mana, six mana allies. They're more powerful because your creatures can be, you know, your your starting creatures don't have to be allies. They don't have to be, they don't necessarily have to be allies. Some of them are really strong. Drana's Emissary is very strong. Uh, what other allies are there? Uh, the Lantern Scout. Obviously, if you open a Lantern Scout, you you know. That's a rare. That's, the that's one a that rare, yeah. That gives you life. life yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's a rare. So, you know, you can't count on it. Zulapot Cutthroat. Oh yeah, Zulapod Cutthroat, uh, Kalastra Healer. My Cal- favorite. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like these, uh, black white. You know, yesterday we I saw a lot of black white allies. Um, um, also green, green something, green X allies with the very high casting cost allies. The Tajuru Warcaller, the uh, the one that gives plus one plus one to everyone, and um. And yeah, blue white, blue white flyers. I didn't see a lot of ingest, but I think it's very strong. 
uh, I personally have played, um, drafted the Ingest deck, a blue-white Ingest. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. That, that was during, oh, now humble brag. Now, that was humble during brag. my win at the uh, PPTQ. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, we went to, I went to Penang. Uh, for a judge conference and the very next day someone they had made sealed. top 8 yeah. someone made top 8 and somebody won thank you thank you I, I, I you know somebody just somebody just uh, somebody yes yeah oh but that deck was so sweet that was like I had like 1, 2, 3 drops and just denial after that like royal uh, what's that royal, uh, royal spouts the one that uh, pushes a creature onto the top of your library with ingest is a removal it's just pure removal, exile target creature. So anyway, uh, let's go through the standard meta game breakdown. Uh, you can find this on the WotC website, um, which is which is actually pretty pretty quick, I have to say. Uh, so let's take a look. Of course, on the top of the deck of the list, you will find uh, Ataka Red, as usual. Uh, right behind it, so there's 53 decks that are running and 53 decks take up 14.4% uh, of the playing field. Uh, you have Jeskai Black, just right behind it, 51 decks. You have Green White Megamorph, which is actually a very strong archetype. I do not like... The thing is, I don't like the deck so much because it doesn't really interact with your opponent. It's just... Uh, it's it's a very aggressive... Just like Ataka Red... You know, it's an aggressive deck, but it's not as aggressive as Ataka Red. Like, I like Green-White Megamorph. I like Ataka Red much better because, like, the consistency of how you win games with the type of hand that you have, uh, the type of hands that you can keep are a lot better than Green-White Megamorph. Anyway, uh, you have Esper Dragons right behind it, 23 decks. Uh, Abzan, uh, well, Abzan is a very popular deck because Siege Rhino... And that's a five percent. You have Esper Control, Red Green Landfall, um, Blue Abzan, Naya Megamorph. Blue Abzan sounds like they splash blue. Yeah, for actually they splash blue for very interesting things. For you know who? Uh, no, they don't. They, they don't, don't use this. They don't splash. No, 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 they, oh. not for Jace. They see. use it for exert exert influence and bring to light. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring so bring to light. To light yes. Bring to light is your. It's your Siege Rhino number four, uh, number five, six, seven, and Exit eight. Exit Influence is the one with Converge. And then and you can take control of target. Uh, okay. Uh, you can take control of target um, uh, Siege Rhino. Target Siege Rhino. That's, that's, the, only one, that's <laughs> the only one you want. Come on. Uh, Red Green Lamp for Blue Abzan, Naya Megamorph, Ban Megamorph, Five Color Bring to Light, which surprisingly only, you know, 2.7% of the field is, is running. Uh, four color dragons. Uh, which I tried, and it's it's quite it's quite tough. I think. Uh, anyway, uh, blue black aristocrats, Jeskai dragons, which I thought would be the deck to beat, and now like going uh down the rest of the field, these are five decks or five players or less uh who are running the decks. Four color control, Jeskai tokens, Mardu dragons, Mardu tokens, red Abzan, Ban tokens, black red dragons, Esper, planeswalkers, Jeskai, four color Megamorph. Why four colors? What are you Megamorphing the fourth color for? Esper, planeswalkers, I understand you have. You have uh, Jace. 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 You have, uh, and you have Jace. <laughs> 
You have Jace, the planeswalker, Jace the creature. You have uh, Opnixilis and you have uh, Gideon, which is a really, really nice roundup of Do they still uh, planeswalkers. Use the, uh, older and no, Ugins. Not, Ugins? Yeah, yeah, of course. You, you have the Ugins. Uh, you wouldn't be using, um, or we don't see a lot of people using Sakan, uh, both the uh, Sakan Dragon Speaker and Sakan Unbroken. Uh, and we don't see people, but we see people using um, Ugins a lot still. Of course, because, yeah, it's Ugin. Uh, Jan Company, Four Color Rally, which has been in the archetype for quite a while. Ban, Hardened Scales. Bant, why blue? What is in the blue? I play. I, I don't know. I play green, white. Uh, I play four color hardened scales, but it's, a, it's essentially a green deck splashing white, blue, and red. So I don't understand what the bun is there for. Red, black dragons, bun megamorph, dark jeskai dragons, which is basically dark jeskai except with some some of the removal you remove for, um, thunderbreak region. You have uh, Green White Eldrazi, Jun Dragons, Abzan Rally, Bunt Warriors, Bunt Warriors. This one's interesting. I have to I have to see this deck after after everything's come Only out. one person is playing that. Only deck. one guy is playing like Bunt Warriors. Yeah. Like ha, I gotcha. Also not being sponsored by any card shop. So ha, these are the cards I have. Uh you, <laughs> you got Blue Madu, you got Esper Demonic Pack. One guy's running the demonic pack, uh the the engine. Uh, you have Esper Throne, Esper Warriors, 5-color Control, man. 5-color Mid-Range, 4-color Aristocrats, 4-color Planeswalkers, Green-Black Demonic Pack, which makes more sense because blue can bounce, but green at least, you know, you can destroy your own Demonic Packs. Demonic yeah. Packs, yeah. Uh, Green-Black Eldrazi, Grixis Dragons, Grixis Tutelage. This one's interesting. I want a deck list for that. I think that's the the original. It's a red blue tutelage decks that use uh Jace and Sphinx's tutelage. Yeah, yeah. To so mill, to mill the opponent. To mill the opponent is just that you know uh, what is the advantage of adding the black. So it used to be red green, uh, red blue. Uh, so what's the advantage of adding the black? Removals so, maybe. Yeah, I don't know what removals are there in the format that are black right now. Although you have. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh oh, painful, tr- painful truths, right? Anyway, uh, Mardu aristocrat, Mardu planeswalkers, Naya Eldrazi, Red Dragons, Red Black Aggro, Tima Dragons, Tima Eldrazi, Tima Landfall. You have three hundred, three hundred and sixty-seven players at the Pro Tour this weekend, uh, and this is just the first day, and they've been recording, um. You know, we've been recording all the decks. Uh, so we have a breakdown. Uh, that's a lot of decks. I mean, that's really a lot of decks. Like, a lot of types of decks. And Standard is in... I mean, this is only three weeks into Standard. Standard is... Uh, I love... Uh, okay, the reason why I like Standard right now and why I started playing Standard again is because the 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 range of decks that are playable right now are just insane. There are so many playable decks. There are so many archetypes. Uh and it's really interesting to it's really interesting to see. Like if you can go for FNMs, if you follow us for FNMs, uh you know, you see all the 
all the uh, all the decks that that appear. Uh, and there's just actually set six archetypes. Six archetypes, and then the and then others. others. Yeah, so l- let's break it down to archetypes. Okay, so we have Jeskai, and that's running uh, 18.8% of the field. That's 69 decks. So it's all kinds of Jeskai. Uh, uh, you have uh, Red this. Aggro, which is, you know, encompasses Ataka Red, encompasses uh, Red, probably Red Warriors, uh, Red Black Warriors and stuff like that. You have uh, 18.3%. Uh, Megamorph decks, which also include the Counters decks, uh, and the reason why it's back, oh, I don't like why they call it Megamorph because all it has is Den Protector. No, and, and that other and raptor. the Death Miss Raptor, yeah. the dinosaur. Sometimes it doesn't even have the dinosaur, and they just call it a Megamorph because of Den Protector. Den protector. Yeah. God damn it! Uh, that's cheating. Up, that card went up by a lot. Uh, yeah, Den Protector did. Den Protector is seeing. Very interesting spikes this week. So if you're holding on to your damn protectors, sell you them. might want to sell like really fast, like right now. It's uh, too late when you, you when you by hear the time the you listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so Megamorph, all types. There's seventeen point four percent Esper, uh, and we talk about like a lot of Esper control, Esper dragons, uh, which is surprisingly high. It's at twelve percent, which. Uh, I have to say, you know, in in the before rotation, control was having a really bad time. Control, uh, no, post rotation and recently, control has been having a really bad time because they've lost, they've lost so much removal. They lost so much, uh, not just removal, good removal. They've lost the three drop planeswalker. Uh, you know, who is that? Ashok Ashok yeah, oh, yeah. Ashok is okay. so good yeah, yeah. like uh, and they lost all of that and Heroes Downfall Heroes Downfall exactly the new one is uh, Sorcery Speed a little speed. bit slower but... no it's a lot a lot more okay. slower it's so bad like uh, and surprisingly there there are Esper uh, uh, what you call it there are Esper decks I think the new set of tools are good they're not as good but they're good um, well, but we'll see. Uh, we have Abzan, Abzan. Um, at nine point three percent, that's thirty four decks playing Abzan. Four or five color. That is an archetype, by the way. Five color bring so to light. Bring to light. Yeah. Uh, what was the other four color we saw? Four color dragon. There's so many four color. Yeah, four color dragons. There's one with four, the color. four color dragons. Uh, f- yeah, five color Naya. Uh, where's that? Uh, no, four blue, color planeswalker. Four color planeswalkers. Four color, four color aristocats. aristocats. Five color mid range. Five color control. Uh, we saw Abzan blue. We saw, uh, but that's Abzan. That's not. Uh, four color dragons. Yeah, goodness, goodness, goodness. So four or five color is actually an archetype right now. Uh, we'll talk about that in a while. Because lands. Because lands. We'll talk about the lands in a while. I love the lands. Uh, 31 decks are running here that's 8.4% and all other archetypes and this is what excites me about standard right now all other, all other archetypes 15.8% that's 58 decks that's more decks that is only shy of uh, Megamorph and Megamorph uh, frankly speaking is only called Megamorph because they you know you just changed the name which is ridiculous to me anyway uh so yeah, that's that. Just run the you know fifty eight 
decks are running. So that means you have 58 rogue decks out there, which is very, very scary if you're a competitive player, if you're, you know, if you're going into a field and you, and you know that uh, 15%, so 15% would be uh, 15 out of 100, yeah, whatever. Uh, one out of 15, uh, one out of seven decks that you will play will is going to be deck. yeah is going to be a rogue deck which is going to which is going to get you because you're not prepared for it oh this guy is playing green white green white sacrifice or green you know green white reanimator or Jan reanimator or you know what I, you won't even know what's going to come and you're probably you know everybody else along the line probably lost to this deck or like was just not prepared maybe they didn't lose because you know sometimes you get mana screwed but just not prepared for it just don't know what they were expecting yeah that's that's what's so exciting about um about standard right now it's just that there's so many rogue decks out there and a lot of them work like you know i i i I have to say a lot of them really do work and surprisingly very well so yeah it's weird so I'll call you the rogue warrior from now. Yeah, make less rogue deck. I love rogue decks. I am. I'm running a. I okay. So for the first FNM, I ran a green white, green white hardened skills deck. It works. When was it? Uh, just like a few. I I can't remember. Two. Was that the latest deck you built? No, no, no. no. Two weeks back, I think. Two week, two weeks back, like after standard came out, the like the uh, first okay. FNM, and we started playing. And I ran a green white, um, green white hardened skills deck. It works like it works perfectly fine. I don't like it, so I I swapped it out. Like I, I have to play the rogue deck. Like it, it has to it has to resonate with me. And now right now I'm trying to, I'm trying to tweak a green black, um, green black uh, sacrifice deck, which. With- all the Eldrazi drones and yeah with blister pots blister bone pots. splinters I'll just call it blister pot uh, like, so blister pot is just amazing uh, although the deck does run usually my rogue decks are very cheap this one has this one is very cheap except for the the four hanger backwalkers which are amazing by the way with evolutionary leap and uh, what's that um, uh, and Liliana's so, which is also amazing with evolutionary leap. Just saying, yeah, these cards are yeah, but yet to be it's yet to be proven. I I have yet to play with it and to um I've yet to play with it extensively and to tweak it more. But yeah, it's a very fun deck to run. Uh, so yeah, um, that is the archetype breakdown. And next week, uh, next week hopefully we'll get to run through the decks that won. Uh and uh yeah and and let you know like what uh, what you should be looking out for for your FNM maybe how to run against these type of decks because these are I mean to be honest uh most people do net deck uh I don't blame them for it I like homebrews uh um a friend of ours uh did some homebrewing himself and it's a very successful deck uh Ulamok Tima Tima Eldrazi deck. Um, with some help here and there 
and we and we were playing FNM the other night and we came across three different Eldrazi decks. One's Teemer, one's Grixis, and one is uh what you call it? Uh one is just pure green, mono green Eldrazi. And it's so fun. Like, you know, you and they were all all comparing notes. So I was I was off playing my games and then I came back to the other room and like they were all comparing notes like, oh man, this this is what you use. Oh you use a cola gun, uh, a cola a dragon lock cola gun and uh oh, yeah, I've seen people use that actually. Yeah, that, that's insane. The, the new that dragon. You go see see the unwritten into an Ulamok and a Surak or a or a Dragonlord Kologan, like you are swinging in for 16 power and you are milling the guy for 20 mm. cards. So that's actually very cool tech. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, what I want to talk about is the, I guess the four, five color decks, uh, which there was an article on the, on the Magic website about... Um, about having all these, all these new cards, uh, all these new lands, and it's made everyone go like, oh, we can we play, we can play like everything this, uh, that you yeah. we want. Uh, you can splash. You can splash any color. And suddenly, you can splash blue for, for you know who. Uh, you know who? Yes. Uh, yeah, you're playing five color bring to light. You're playing, oh man, it's it's just so insane. Convergence was not made for limited. Uh, you know, if uh, I think Tom Martell, Tom Martell on the stream was was talking about his deck and was talking about convergence. Convergence is only the thing is the is the mechanic you use when you are when your draft is train wrecking. <laughs> you know it's like oh I picked out this card I picked out this card they're all different colors alright I'll make a convergence deck it's right converge, now it's converge not convergence converge? Oh, yeah converge. it's converge alright it's not um, oh yeah okay anyway converge so like you know you only use it in draft when your deck is completely terrible and sometimes you pull it off sometimes it does work really well um, uh, but it was made for standard it was, you know, we see um, Abzan Splash Blue just for uh, Exert Influence. We've seen, um, wow, we've seen a lot of, we've seen uh, Green, uh, what's that, the uh, Woodland Wanderer. For four mana, you get six, oh, six yeah. Trampler. It's actually quite good. That is yeah. very good. For the same amount, okay, so for the same amount of mana that you pay for a... Uh, for a siege rhino, you don't get the drain, but you get a five-five trample, uh, vigilance, which is really oh, he has vigilance. Yeah, it's got vigilance, so it can block yeah, after that. Still dies to Abzan Charm, yes, but you know you're you're casting it for the same amount of mana, uh, which is why I don't like the you know the splash blue for bring to light. I rather you splash blue so you can play. Oh, but you're probably splashing blue so that you can play both bring to light and uh and the uh, what you call it the woodland wanderer. That oh, card you're is splashing blue. Because oh my Jace. god, that card is really good. Like woodland wanderer is actually is is the is the nuts man. Uh, so yeah, uh yeah, but the lands man, the the new lands are so good. Like in standard. 
I I've never played a standard. I've been playing standard for for quite a while, on and off. I've never played a standard where the land base is the mana base is so smooth. Like, yeah, we have five fetches, five fetches, five and five uh, duels. Duels, yeah. Uh, of the same color of the fetches, yes. But the thing is, like, you can sp- you have um. So, for example, if you run uh, Naya, like you have all the colors for the fetches and all the colors for, for the them. lands, which are insane. You can run f- uh, eight fetches if you're running like a Naya aggro. Uh, you can run eight fetches, uh, eight of the duels, and just four of uh, of your basics. And he'll be perfect. No, you if you're playing aggro, color. you probably wouldn't want that much duos because they most okay, of fine. the time so come you into have, play tag. You have eight of the eight of the fetches, uh, fetches that will probably be in be in your color red. Uh, so if you're running like green aggro or like red aggro, will have the red, and then you have the four duos which are just for the dual color, and then four of each of the basic lands that are your main color. It's yeah. it's insanely good. And like, then you get to splash any other color you want. Yeah, and then you get to splash whatever you want, man. Yeah. Because cause all the fetch lands can search for this thing. So every other land. Yes, yeah. So, so for example, if you're using um if you're using red, so you have red green, uh you have wooded foothills and uh bloodstained mire. Bloodstained mire can fetch you for blue, which is sunken hollow. Uh or it can fetch you for, for white. For uh, my no red and oh no, it's not white. Uh, green, so it can fetch you for green. So that's two additional colors. Uh, the other one that has red is uh, wooded foothills. So wooded foothills can fetch you for black, which is uh for smoldering marsh, and the green can f- fetch you for, for white. white. Yeah. yeah, so you can splash anything you want. You can play whatever you like. So. Uh, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. There's you can get to five colors with no problems, with very few problems, and uh, you know you just have to splash. Like be be warned, uh, it's just a splash. No double colored symbols. No like, no like six cards of the deck are blue, uh, whereas the rest of your deck is like red and green. So don't be greedy, but you can be a bit greedy. You can be. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you can play double, double, um, double colors. Colored, yeah. I get. I, of course, you double can. Double casting costs, you know. But yeah, yeah it, if but it's, it's a so main smooth. color, don't splash for those though. Yeah, yeah, don't splash. That's the thing. Like, I and I bet I'm wrong. I bet I'm wrong. Like you, someone you probably, out there, yeah, somebody's out there. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going double black for the language. Another Mick will be thinking, uh. I don't believe that. I don't believe I'm you. gonna go rogue yeah and then you add another you know you're gonna shift the percentages down to the uh, rogue decks which is fine I like that mm. um, I hope a rogue deck wins the pro tour though oh mm. yes oh yes please do please woodland wanderer please spike in price please, $20 uh, next week yeah uh, what what other cards do I want to see uh, being played evolutionary leap this card, I yeah, think... Yeah, that card's actually... It's actually very good. Is um, the... It's... Yeah, it's amaze balls, man. Like, you you have it on... Hangerback Walkers. It's amazing. Hangerback Walkers trigger for two. At least... That's the thing. So, with Evolutionary Leap, Hangerback Walkers go for two. 
uh, two triggers. And okay, so the I I mean we I've brought this up before. I've argued with Nuno very very much about this. Um, evolutionary leap doesn't just draw you a card; it draws you gas. It draws you infinite amounts of gas. Uh, and in, in the right shell, in the right deck, it is going to be fantastic because you're going to have the hanger back walkers. You're going to have the blister pots. You're going to have creatures that trade one for one and produces something else and you're gonna have you know uh, more card you're gonna have card advantage because every time you activate that evolutionary leap you're gonna have um, you don't really lose a creature you're not losing a creature you're you're drawing gas you're, you, you know you don't just draw a card like vampiric rights is fantastic because you gain a life and you draw a card but sometimes that card is just it's it's not relevant. Yeah, evolutionary ev- evolutionary leap. Yeah, always gives sure you, you get, a relevant you card, and even yeah. if it's not a relevant card, so let's say you draw another blister pot, or you draw another, you know, you draw uh, another hanger back walker, which is actually a very nice card to have. By the way, uh, you know, you cast it again, and you activate it again, and you get and then, another yeah. and you get you know, relevant card exactly. So, uh, let's hope. I can only hope, you know, this this deck actually makes it out there. Uh, so yeah, let's move on. Uh, we'll cover the Pro Tour more when we see more results. Uh, so let's move on. What else do we have for this week? I think that's all I wanted to talk about, right? Is that all? I think so. Not sure. Yay. So let's talk about, let's, uh, I don't know, you what do you think the impact of uh, BFZ will have on, let's say, all the formats? I know. Uh, let's let's talk about lands since we've been talking about lands for the last fifteen minutes. Uh, More than that, I think. Yeah, man, I love the I love okay. the new lands. What do you think that it's going to impact um, modern? We haven't seen any. We haven't seen any big modern plays yet. Uh, but yeah. Firstly, I think it's gonna impact the aesthetics of our decks okay. everyone is gonna be playing full art basic full art lands they're like so nice. dirt cheap now they're everywhere they're in every booster packs oh and yeah people are just cracking BFZ for so the expedition sto- yeah, lands so yeah. stop complaining that you don't have full, full art lands, lands yeah? anymore and these full art lands are nice uh, you know the previous run uh, n- not to not to say you know not to down uh, put down any of the artists, but some of the full art lands before, uh, they look nice, um, but they're not as nice as this run. Like yeah, the mountains, it's, it's because you have something to compare now. Yeah, yeah now you have but something to compare. Previously, they the, the older oh, ones were full yeah, art, full art lands. It. I'm so happy. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Well, uh, apart from that, I think the the new Tango lands. Don't call it Tango, Tango lands. lands. I don't know. They are battle lands. Tango okay. lands. Tango. Battle that. lands. Yeah, call it whatever you want, but they are battle lands. Uh, I think people are not as excited about them, about cracking them, actually. I think... Like, when you used to open a shock, then you'll be like, oh my god, it's a land. It's a now land, it's like, right? oh, what? It's, it's not an expedition land. land? Okay, so definitely we see the impact in standard. Um, but is it going to make its way into modern? I feel it might. 
uh, the thing about these lands are th- is that they are searchable. Yeah, they are searchable. They're fetchable. They're fetchable. Uh, and the and in modern like fetch is always the the way you get you know to fix your mana. So, uh, I don't think it will replace like we had this conversation a while back. I don't think it will replace fast lands because fast lands are always the type that you need it there uh there to go. I think fast lands work for um the aggro decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the battle lands, the tango lands probably for the slower uh tempo for- control decks. Uh they they might be better. I actually I actually think the opposite. I think that the mono mono colored or like very heavily skewed colored uh decks for example, like the the new ally deck that's coming out, the um, uh, the ally ally vial deck that comes out. It's is very, it really coming out? Is it just happening there, okay, in your there, mind? No, no, it's there. They they have like it's it has won some um, uh, it has won some tournaments before. So it's it's actually it's pretty good, but we haven't you know we haven't seen any iterations with the new allies um that are coming in. Oh, you mean there was an ally that even before yeah there was an ally that and you know oh, the, I, winning I, I didn't know that. and stuff yeah. like, and okay. it's it's quite strong, uh but it's very white heavy so it uses some of the fast it uses the uh, razor verge ticket oh, okay. so as fast lands but the thing is you can replace that with just planes. So you go turn one, turn one, turn two, you just fetch for planes. And then turn three onwards, you can fetch for every other color that you're splashing, which is fantastic. And that deck runs, that deck's going to run four ally encampments, four cavern of souls. So uh, for you to be able to fetch up the color that you need to splash or the color that you need right now, uh, you don't need to play so many of the fast lands. Instead, you can play just basic lands and and fetch up for the shocks and fetch up for um, what you call it? Uh, fetch up for basics, and then after that, fetch for the battle lands. The tango so, lands. Battle lands. Uh, we'll agree to disagree. You're gonna hear two two versions of this story on the show from here on in. Uh, so yeah, and I think even even uh decks like blue white control. Having, uh, additional having additional um duo lands are going to be very important. Uh, although a card like um Blood Moon still exists, so you've got to be a bit careful. Uh, but yeah, generally, and Knight of the Reliquary, yeah, Knight of the Reliquary decks are oh, going the to new, love the new, the new combo deck with uh, uh return to. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. retreat to Coral Retreat Helm. to Coral Helm. No, yes. I don't. I don't like. Sorry, it's it's just too. It's cute. It's too many pieces to combo. Way too many pieces. It's cute. It's cute, and it's gonna catch you off guard. Like the mill deck, is gonna catch you off guard. Yeah. Like I, I was, uh, I think I was judging a GPT, and uh, somebody was using the mill deck. I was like cheering him on. Like he oh. made. I don't know whether he made top eight, but I was like cheering him on because I was watching some matches. It's just ridiculous. Oh, I'm gonna fetch for something. Okay, end of your turn. You're gonna mill twenty six cards. I'm gonna draw three card. I'm gonna draw three cards from ancestor. Uh, that, uh, oh, what's that? 
one mana, one mana draw three cards. Visions, they, visions from beyond. Uh, yeah, visions from beyond. So yeah, you're gonna mill you twenty six cards. I'm gonna draw three cards. Now I got even more fuel. I'm gonna drop my hedron crabs. I'm gonna fetch and fetch, and then uh, on turn four you're dead. You know, so it's it's so hilarious. Like the guy can't even do anything. It's like oh, all my answers are in the graveyard now. Rogue Thanks. decks. Yeah, so rogue decks are awesome. Um. Which I want to build like a Jeskai, Jeskai Vile deck for for uh, modern, but I don't have the Jaces, so Sai Pai. No, but Knight of the Reliquary. The fact that Knight of the Reliquary can only sacrifice a forest or a plains, and you search for you search for another land, right? Yeah, any any land. any land. So the thing is, you can keep going with the new Tango. Uh, catch myself with the new Battle Lands. Uh, you Tango can keep, yeah. You can keep going, and you know you always search for that forest or that or that plains, and you now have. Uh, they used to. I mean, it used to run. Um, uh, you know, stomping. It used to run like stomping grounds and temple gardens and sacred foundries. Uh, all the fetch lands that will hurt you, uh, all the shock lands that will hurt you. But instead, now you can, you know, you can fetch for another land. Uh, enters the battlefield, untaps the Knight of the Reliquary, you can tap it for mana first, and then sacrifice it and then look for another land and you can, you know, you can build up the chain and get uh, X amount of mana. So that's great. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, it belongs somewhere. It definitely belongs somewhere. These cards will be, these lands will be pretty expensive. I think they are going to. They're not going to match the fetch. Uh, they're not going to match any of the fetches or any of the shocks. shocks prices, but they're gonna. They're gonna hold value. So, uh, I think getting a set, getting at least your play set of these, uh, is going to be useful. They are going to appear in uh in decks that need them. That it, it will be used in modern. Somebody's. You know, somebody's going to be using them in modern and it will it will be a staple in modern, I'm pretty sure. But we'll have to see. I mean people still, you know, people still like taking two damage, three damage from all their lands. So whatever. Grixis, I'm looking at you. It's uh, fun, man. It's fun. <laughs> Lava X yourself in the first turn. Is it Lava X? No, Lava X is four damage. Lava X is five damage. Five damage. So How do you five damage you yourself? What you do is you lay a fetch land, you search for a shock land untapped. Uh, and then you shock yourself. And then no, you, you, do, you do something with the land and then you Gitex and Probe yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You could like Lava Serum X. Visions and then Gitex and Probe, paying Frakes and Mana. That's, that's five life. Yeah. In the first that's, turn, that's yourself. Awesome. That, that's really very useful in a competitive game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so good. It feels so good to feel so good. Start the game at fifteen. You might as well just start the Handicap, game at fifteen bro. anyway. <laughs> awesome. Uh so yeah, I mean Battle Lands will save you that two life. So you know. Uh just looking at the I mean just looking at MTG top eight, the last modern event deck uh modern event we have uh, Living End right at the top. And you know, there are some cards that will be very interesting to be you know to be introduced into this format especially bring to light anyway uh so do you have any closing thoughts on bfz so far besides um, opening opening uh expedition expedition lines expeditions i have yet to open any more sigh 
all I had was another sacred foundry from my from my um, booster box. Oh yeah. Uh, I like to trade that away or sell it away. Oh yeah. Okay. So if you're yeah, if you're looking, yeah, it's just not my colors. I I might sell it away and then get an um overgrown tomb. I get verdant catacombs. Too expensive. Too expensive. No, yeah. they're never gonna reprint. They're not. G- oh, they're gonna reprint it for for uh, what you call it for commander. Uh, they. I'm not. I won't be surprised if they do. Yeah. So, because Wizards of the Coast likes to make money. Yeah, because you know? they, you know, they print money. Yeah. That's what they do. God damn it, love. It's like uh, <laughs> we're going to. There was there was the um, there was that cartoon, uh, cardboard crack, and they were they were saying before the release. Anything to spice up battle for Zendika? Yeah, uh, let's put in hundred dollar notes, notes into every boost into some booster packs. Yeah, shout out laughing. cardboard crack. Yeah, we love your we love your work and uh, yeah, I I would love to have you on the show one of these days. Uh, one of these days. Anyway, um, so we're gonna end off the show here. Uh, just like oh. five minutes. I just want to talk about the new Mulligan rule. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's a big change. Pre- we we did that during our pre-release, uh, where after you decide to keep your hand after Mulligan, you get to scry one. So I think it's I think it's good. yeah I think it's good. It's nice. It's, uh, uh we don't have the scrylands anymore, uh, which is which is unfortunate, but we do have the battle lands, which are fantastic for for fixing. Unfortunately, uh, we don't have the the ability to scry, and now with this with this evergreen, you know, scrying thing, it's fantastic. I uh, I don't know. I I don't yeah, know about. I you, I think it's, it's less of a. It's you get. It's less. How do you put it? Like you don't feel so bad if you lose yeah. the game to a to a mulligan, yeah, even after true. you scry, and then. The other day, I lost to a mulligan to five or something because the scry was good. Uh, okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, I thought it's, it's it sorts of makes the game a little bit more fun, or at least a little bit, a bit more fair. fair yeah. yeah, a little bit more fair. I think information like, okay, fine. You don't have the card anymore, but information is so important. Like you start off, you should start off the game knowing what the seven cards, uh, the top seven cards of your library are because percentage wise, okay, so, um, okay, so. We'll, we'll talk about percentages here. If you run four of a kind in your deck, you are most likely, within your first seven cards, you're most likely to draw it. Uh, I believe it's 54%. Uh, so it's one out of two games that you're going to have it in your hand. The fact that you don't know the seven cards, so let's say you go to Mulligan down to six, and you don't know what the seventh card is, that drops the percentage down to... Uh, to I just above 30, 30 something percent I, if I did the math correctly before so your the drop is is about you know it's about 20 percent which is which is way too much for you to to know um you know for you to make a good choice when it comes to lands I mean you have 20 you have 20 to 28 lands in your deck so for you not to have uh that one look at the next card is I mean it's not as crucial but it's also going to help you it's like a 2 or 3% uh, every time you mulligan you're going to lose uh, exp- you're going to lose exponentially more but like you know it's about 2 to 3% every time you mulligan uh, 
and yeah, that amount of information is so important to you. I mean, uh, you know, if your land, if your hand is just full of lands right now, you you, you just probably wouldn't keep that kind of hand. No, I would keep. I will always keep like a almost a seven. Uh, okay, if I mulligan six land hand. Yeah, if I mulligan a six land hand and all six are lands, I'm it's a keeper. It's, Rogue warrior. Yeah. <laughs> also bad deck, bad player. Bad player. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, like that's a good. That's a relatively good keep when you can scry. When you can't scry, you look at six lands. You're gonna tell yourself, okay, I can't win the game like this. When you can scry and you have six lands, so I mean, back when we were playing standard and like you had six lands in hand and two of them were scry lands, you'd be like, yes, that's four cards you're looking through. Uh, but now without the scry lands, but you get to scry your first card. Yes, that's three cards. That's two cards you're looking through. So you're gonna. You're that's only one if you decide to keep that card. Well, if you top. decide to keep that card, it's probably yeah. gas. So okay, yeah, right. it's probably gonna be good for your good for your game. So the fact that you draw six lands or five lands, and then what's the odds that the next card is a land? At least now you get to know, you know. So kudos to kudos to Watsi for making the game a bit more fun. Uh, but of course, you know, you guys could do better. I feel, of course, you can always do right. better. Come on, guys, you always you know. Can get the game, can get the game moving. Better. You could at least print your expedition lands without yeah. without <laughs> bad condition on the side. Oh yeah, man. What's uh, up that, with that's that? another. What's up with uh, that? I'm gonna save. Okay, we'll save that for we'll save that for the expedition lands episode, uh, which is probably coming up like next week or something. But yeah, uh, we'll save we'll save that. My love hate another love hate, uh, letter to. To what's he? The last one I did was on the modern, uh, modern masters, and man, that was really. Oh yeah, up. the the one where you can shake the yeah, shake you the can packs. shake shake yeah, shake, yeah. shake 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 Ramona. Well, magic players, you yeah you complain. can't have yeah you can't have everything. Come on, you already opened up like hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. Oh, my hundred dollar note. Yeah, it's that's old. It's an old hundred dollar note. Yeah, it's just it's instant cash. So don't it's complain. It's dollars. Yeah. Uh okay so we end off the show now? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right so um well this is going to be exciting this is going to be exciting um to, to this is going to be an exciting time. I think the new standard format is very cool. I'm definitely going to be playing a lot of it. Uh definitely going to be drafting a lot because I think the draft format has not been broken yet, uh, although I have a feeling it's going to be broken soon. Um, you know, and yeah. Mm, okay, so let's end off the show here. Uh, Edwin, do you have a Twitter handle? I think so. Just yeah, keep yeah, talking. Okay. I'll check. Uh, okay, so remember, you can find us. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're returned, if you're a return listener thank you for listening if you're a new listener thank you for listening uh, remember you can find us every week uh, keep up to date you go can go to power9podcast.com you can go to mtgcast.com I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show you can find us on iTunes on uh, you can't find us on SoundCloud yet because they still charge us money for I'm not gonna pay, I'm not gonna pay extra cash to go and you know to to host this uh, this podcast on like two websites no way um 
Anyway, yeah, so you can find us on uh, iTunes. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at power9podcasts. The nine is a number nine. Uh, you can find myself at the Asian Judge. Uh, you can find Edwin at underscore Edwin Tan. Underscore That's Edwin Tan. Underscore E D W I N T A N. Okay, we gotta fix that. Uh, and uh, you can find Nuno at at the Spellboy, which is fantastic. See, we got our we got our monikers right. Come on, okay, man. Come okay. on, get out. I'll, the, I'll get a new. Get out with the time for the show. Uh, for the show. So when you listen to this episode and you listen to the next episode, it's like a different, just, just it's a different guy. Yeah, just erase what you know from this episode. Uh, and remember, you can email us at pound9podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so for for myself, for Edwin, and for the uh, missing Nuno. Uh, Nuno is dead. Yeah, Nuno is dead. Unfortunately, we packed him in the box, in the same box where the equipment came. Uh, we couldn't assemble him back again. So too bad. Oh well. Anyway, um, so, uh, so for myself and Edwin and Nuno, we're signing off. See you guys. Ciao.